one to Real Life, Real Equity with your host Justin and the lovely Keisha Brooks. Say hello everyone. Hey and welcome everybody. Our goal is to share with you real life examples of entrepreneurs who are winning in both life and business. As real estate investors, our mission is to model, educate, and inspire you to act by sharing easy to implement tools, ideas, and information to add more worth to your net worth, more cash to your cash flow, helping you achieve your goals in less time. And we'll do that right after this commercial break. Are you part of the club? The Real Equity Club is a group of like-minded individuals. The club's purpose is to help create more wealth for its members. The mission of the club, to help you increase your passive income and net worth. The club is completely free to you. When you join, you will receive the tools, providers, and ideas you need to create, grow, and maintain your wealth. So join the club now at realequityclub.com to gain access. Or send us an email to info at realequityclub.com. That's info at realequityclub.com equityclub.com. We want to see you succeed in business and in life. So go to the website at realequityclub.com and join now. All right. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we are going to talk about health and fitness. Yes. So uh, it's just as important to talk about health and fitness as it is to talk about wealth, wealth creation, business, entrepreneurship. And we want to be sure that we go into a level of depth that helps you as an entrepreneur, you as a aspiring business owner to really take into account how important your health is when it comes to running a business. That's right. Yeah. And so today we're going to talk about a few different things. We're going to talk about one, uh, your diet. We're going to talk about exercise, uh, not only just exercising for cardio health, but we're also going to talk about weight training. Yes. So putting your muscles under stress and tension. Uh, we'll also talk about some things that aren't regularly mentioned in the health and wellness space. We're going to talk about your spiritual and mental health mm, yes. because there's a lot of talk going on today about being spiritually healthy and being mentally healthy. And we believe that uh, mental health and spiritual health is just as important, if not sometimes more important than even being physically healthy. Yes, very true. So you want to make sure that you have some type of balance besides your physical health. So your mental and spiritual health would be the added keys to your overall health. Right. So let's first go into diet. So what about diet? Like we always talk about having a balanced diet and we were taught when we were kids, you know, the food pyramid and getting all the necessary fats and carbs and sugars and all that stuff. Let's talk about that for a second, because there's been a lot of studies recently that have proven that food pyramid wrong. Yes. And um, we're big fans of the non-traditional food pyramid, mm-hmm. um, even in our household. So, you know, let's talk about that for a second. So when you think about your typical diet, the word diet itself is something that you want to actually eliminate. When you think diet, diet is very temporary. You know, it's really about having a lifestyle of eating healthier, better foods. And those foods being the ones that are from the earth, you know, that are whole for you, not the processed food. So diet is something that is also a mindset. A lot of people say, I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to try this new diet. But it's really about creating the lifestyle of eating better forever, not temporarily. Right. Let's talk a little bit about like what we do as far as diet is concerned. So, you know, we're not, again, huge 
health nuts, but um, we do a few specific things. You know, I get asked quite often what it is that we do as far as health is concerned. And, and one of the things that we learned very early in our adult life was to shop outside of the aisles in the grocery stores. So if yes. you ever notice in a lot of the grocery stores, they put all the fresh produce, all the fresh meats, all the fresh everything on the outer perimeter of the stores and you go inside the aisles, that's where you'll find a lot of the processed foods, the box foods, the foods in packages. We stay away from as much of the interior aisles as possible. We don't eat very much, if any, uh, foods out of boxes. We don't eat any of that stuff because a lot of that stuff is fully processed food. So what we do is we go to the outer aisles. Now, that was what we did in the beginning. We always are looking to level up. You know, I think I said in a previous podcast, I have had a tendency to have high cholesterol. So we took it a step further and went totally vegan. Mm -hmm. Now I say totally vegan. I'm not hardcore vegan yet (laughs) because I still eat occasional uh, meat and, you know, occasional sweets and stuff like that. But we're weaning ourselves off. I think after 30 years of eating meat, we have, you know, realized that it's not healthy for us. And so being able to wean yourself off after so long of eating it uh, is rather difficult. But, you know, we've done it over the last year and I've seen a dramatic reduction in uh, not only my cholesterol, but, you know, an increase in my energy and stuff like that. And I heard that before, but I didn't really believe it. So uh, we thought that was a very interesting dynamic that we added to our lifestyle. Yes. So in addition to that, some of the things that you can do for yourself or for your family is figuring out what would be a better way of eating for your household. I noticed that when it comes to entrepreneurs and small business owners, sometimes we lack continuing to eat better because we're always on the go. Our hours are unpredictable. And so figuring out a better way of eating with this lifestyle is very important. For example, eliminating sugars from your diet and eating more of your natural foods such as whole fruits. That is something that when you're on the go, you may think, let me get a cup of coffee or an energy drink. And those aren't always the best things to reach for. A good thing would be to grabbing a whole fruit such as like a banana or an apple. It not only curbs your appetite, but it helps you um, have the energy that you need to sustain throughout the rest of the day. So we're not even talking about like just cutting off sugar completely, because I think that would be a departure from the reality of life. So we're all about being real, real life. We're not saying cut out sugar completely. Right. Reducing sugar. So a great example, we don't drink any soda. We don't drink any pop, but I love candy. And so I won't eat any sugar in pop, but I still eat cookies or candy or cake. Right. But the amount I eat is dramatically reduced compared to the norm, right? right. I see a lot of people that have a can of pop every day. And that's mm-hmm. 44, 48, 54 grams of sugar in one can. Yeah. Whereas I may go days without eating a piece of candy. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go eat a piece of candy every day for a week. Yeah. But the point is to reduce, not to completely eliminate the the idea of complete elimination in the beginning can be so far out of somebody's grasp of reality that it could cause you to to fail in the beginning. So the, the, the goal is not complete elimination. The goal is to just reduce. Right. 
So that leads us to the next thing, which is exercise. Why exercise is so important to incorporate into your lifestyle. And it's something that you'll see people practice every single day, you know, an hour, two hours a day. Again, we're not saying going full rigorous exercise because it's something that we do, but it's a, it's just a matter of getting it into your normal, regular routine. So starting off with maybe 10 minutes a day, you know, I always say to those individuals that are beginners when it comes to exercise or they haven't done it in a long period of time, start off with just 10 minutes a day, you know, and it may not be every day. It may be three days a week and then slowly building yourself back up to, you know, 30 minutes a day, three days a week. Or if your goal is to get to five days a week, 30 minutes a day or 45 minutes a day, you just have to take baby steps to get that incorporated back into your lifestyle. It's very important not just to keep your body moving around physically, but it also helps you in other areas of your life, you know, such as sleeping better or being able to function better in your workspace. Being physically healthy is something that can help you. So, you know, when we think about exercise, there's cardio, there's weights, there's tension-based exercises. Um, Just whenever you're thinking about whatever you're going to do, whether it be 10 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, the idea is to get started where you are. You know, reality is that uh, entrepreneurs are very, very busy. Um, I know that I have gone weeks, months without going to the gym, but we also keep a load of weights in our basement, you know, close to 300 pounds and an elliptical machine. So at any given time, I can at least get on the elliptical for 15, 30 minutes, work on my cardio health, you know, do some slight tension exercise where, you know, I put my muscles under tension for a while through weight training. Um, and then, you know, there's also the yoga and stretching side of it that I didn't find to be as valuable in the beginning, but right. have over time uh, learned about. Right. And you'll even find yourself sometimes, Justin, there's been times where maybe you're in the middle of something and you can't fully focus. So you stop and jump on the elliptical for five or 10 minutes. And that's also been beneficial with your workload. Right. So, you know, exercise reduces stress. Now, another thing to consider is weight training. A lot of people are anti-weights. And um, I've been a big proponent of weight training for a very long time. In addition to, as a supplement to uh, cardio health, cardio right. even introduced me to weights. Right, and so cardio is great for your heart, for your lungs. Weight training, in all reality, is excellent for burning fat. Mm. Cardio is not necessarily the number one thing for burning fat. Right. In the health and fitness world, it's known that muscle helps burn fat. So the more muscle that you can build the quicker the fat you can eliminate now what you'll find is that in the beginning you may gain weight because muscle is heavier than fat right and you may find that you'll lose inches but gain weight because as you get more muscle your muscle is much more dense than the fat it weighs more than the fat and once your muscles grow it allows you to burn the fat that's excess and you'll lose weight much quicker right And then you'll also find that there's a difference between someone who's lifting heavier weight versus your lighter weight and how their body forms out. I mean, you have to have a certain end goal in mind as far as what type of body type you're going for. Because a lot of people, when they think lifting weights, they think of these 
big um, bodybuilders or competitors. And that's not really what we're trying to portray. That That's not the goal here. You know, it's just the goal of, I know when Justin introduced it to me, I was so big on just, no, I'm going to do cardio and I'm going to do my yoga. And then I noticed I wasn't really developing any type of tone in my mu- muscles or in my body. And that honestly really affected me. Even though I was losing weight, I still felt weak. And so adding in those just small dumbbells, you know, just to tone my arms or doing squats more repetitious with my squat training and leg training, that actually helps me build more muscle to be stronger in the rest of my body. So what you'll find out also, it's not necessarily about lifting a lot of weight. And you'll notice that these really, really big, strong, very high muscle, super six, eight, 12 pack abs guys, they could live in such a way where they have all the muscle, but they are internally unhealthy, Mm. especially when it comes to a lot of the bodybuilders, professional bodybuilders out there today that tend to take supplementals that are illegal, um, whether it be steroids or HGH, human growth hormones, any of that kind of thing they tend to be much more unhealthy inside than they are healthy. And so our goal is not to say that you need to build a large amount of muscle. The goal is just to work in building some muscle because muscle helps create more energy in your body, not only more energy, more strength, and it allows you to have a better overall physical feel. And so with that being said, we're going to transition into the things that a lot of us don't think about when it comes to health and wellness. And that's the spiritual and mental health side of it. You know, spiritual health, we're talking anything from uh, a religious organization to yoga, yeah, uh, meditation. Uh, there's a big push for more meditating. And there's a reason for that. There's a lot of stress in the world. So uh, let's talk about for a second spiritual and mental health, because I think they intertwine And there's a lot of things that you can do spiritually that will improve your mental health. And there's a lot of things that you can do mentally that will improve your spiritual health. Yes. So let's talk about the different stressors that we may deal with nowadays, such as working on a job, raising a family, being able to provide. Those are some stressors that a lot of us can relate to and deal with. Some things that we do is so we may go to church and be around a group of individuals with a common mindset. This is very helpful. I find that even just going to a Bible study and talking about a topic that may be something from that time in relation to this time is helpful just for me to get through the rest of that week. A lot of individuals relate more to meditation. So there's uh, a lot of different types of meditation out there today, whether it be, you know, transcendental meditation, whether it be just sitting in your favorite chair and listening to a specific tune or instrumental to get you in a place where you can meditate. Uh, There's all kinds of forms of meditation. I actually learned something from one of our previous guests about what it really means to meditate. And meditation is where you are Just getting in a place where you don't have any distractions, it could very well be listening to music in the car. And so it's not necessarily the cross legs, arms up in the air in that W position where 
you're really sitting in the middle of the floor doing nothing and just letting your mind talk to you, that would drive me crazy. You know, it could be anything where you are really intentionally not thinking about whatever the the stresses are of your day. Right, right. So changing, you know, your environment, that, that would lead right into your mental health. When it comes to mental health, it's something that some individuals are rather uncomfortable talking about. They're not really sure if something's wrong with them. They don't want to really express their feelings. And we all deal with some type of mental health. I think it's a matter of acknowledging that there's something there that also needs to be attended to. Currently, you have people that deal with anxiety and depression and just different types of mental health issues that also needs to be addressed. It may just be simply taking the time to talk with someone about those things, talking to a professional, taking a mental break from what you're doing. I know for us, one thing that we do is when we went through a long haul, working hard on a project, we reward ourselves in the end, or we work towards our vacation. Right. So, and there's not always bad mental health. We always equivocate mental health to something negative. Mental health can be doing brain exercises, Sudoku, word puzzles, matching games, anything that helps improve your mental capabilities. Reading is a a mental uh, health exercise. You know, it's all kinds of things that you could do going and learning something new, taking a course. All these things are mental health exercises that help you grow and improve. Right. So let's go ahead and just kind of recap the different areas that we discussed today and kind of link them into why they're so important in relation to building your wealth. So we talked about dieting and exercise and why those things should be added into your everyday life. Another thing that you can do is simply get evaluated, say on top of your yearly physicals so you know what's going on within your body and address those sooner than later. And then we also talked about weight training, the importance of not just your cardio health, but also doing weight training, incorporating also that within your exercise routine. And then we talked about your spiritual and mental health, why these things are also important along with your physical health. So how does all of this link together when it comes to building your wealth. Why is it so important for an individual to not just be wealthy, but to be healthy also? Just consider whenever it comes to being an entrepreneur, creating wealth, creating health, uh, they're one and the same. They're two peas in the same pot. They're all going to help you advance toward an end goal of being a better person. You can't create wealth without health and you can't have health without wealth. Um, because it costs to eat healthier than it does to eat bad. You know, it's, it's a, it, they're one and the same and they're going to intertwine and dovetail together. So we want to thank you for listening. We want to keep it real when others don't. That's the name of the game. We want to actually show real life examples, real problems, real solutions, real life, real equity. We look forward to you joining us again next week. Thank you for joining us. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Real Life Real Equity Podcast. If you'd like more information on joining the Real Equity Club, visit the website at realequityclub.com. There, you will get access to the tools, providers, and ideas you need to create, grow, and maintain your wealth. Again, that's realequityclub.com. 
If you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at realliferealequity.com and submit a request. Again, that's realliferealequity.com or send us an email at info at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week right here on Real Life Real Equity Podcast.